0: This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley and I'll be sharing how to start, grow and scale your education business. So today we're talking about thinking like a teacher in order to grow your education business. So often, if we've been a teacher before, we think we are thinking like a teacher all of the time. We don't always realise how much we actually need to work on this. We think, oh, well, we already know how to think like a teacher, but we absolutely do need to work on this, how to think like a teacher, because things change. So, of course, you might be in the education industry now and have never been a teacher anyway, so this episode's probably going to be doubly useful for you, because not being a teacher in a previous life can make it more difficult to obviously think like a teacher in the first place. But you may have been a teacher before and now not be a teacher anymore. So it is important to remember then in that circumstance that you are only one type of teacher anyway and there are a number of teacher types which I'm going to talk about um, in a second or maybe you are still a teacher in the classroom and you're trying to grow your side hustle I always say hustle, hustle but even if that's you still in school you know you'll have already started thinking like a business owner and entrepreneur once you look to start and scale your business. So we have to get into the mode of thinking like a teacher and that takes some real effort and thought to be honest. I guarantee that a lot of the time you're now thinking like a business owner and that is very different from thinking like a teacher. So you know how I often say like the education world and the business world in in my eyes, they just collide they just don't fit together that well. And that's because they're so different So in my experience, many teachers who start their own businesses then have confidence issues to overcome because of how little they really know about business based on the culture they've been in and how opposite the typical teacher mindset is to a business mindset that will set you on the path to success. And I know this to be true, obviously, because I've been there, I've done it. And I can talk from experience. And I might get into trouble for saying this, but you know, I like to tell the truth. And in my opinion, experience is not just about length of time, but also about elevation. So the things that you're exposed to as you um, grow your business, you get a team and you're at a certain level um, in your position in life. So looking through a bird's eye view lens, which I get to do a lot as a leader, I see a perspective that not many others get to see. And sometimes... I think a typical teacher mindset can be quite anti-business but what I do know is that I don't think that's the intention and I'm sure people who do have this mindset don't realize that this is a reality for them it's not on purpose it's just what they know at the time and when that anti-business mindset is presented then there's not a lot of consideration for anything to do with business like expenses or how much time costs or employees tax you know you get the picture And when you become a business owner, you quickly learn to shake off any kind of anti-business mindset because otherwise you just give it up. So thinking like a teacher is like putting on a hat that you intentionally have to do, a persona that you have to create and know. You have to be really aware of what a typical teacher mindset might be, especially as you've now got a business. And it's just this constant thing that you have to keep on top of. You can't just think like a teacher you know, in the weeks before you launch something and then not think like a teacher the rest of the time. It has to be all of the time. So why do you even need to think like a teacher anyway? Why can't you just not think like a teacher? And my answer is this, is that it's all about relating to your customer and your customer relating back to you. And it's so important in order to build a long term relationship, which is what you're looking for really, isn't it? You want clients to come back over and over again so i've got seven points for you to consider when it comes to thinking like a teacher to grow your education business so let's just get to it so number one what are the types of teacher that need your product or service ask yourself these questions you know is it um an ect or an nqt um i'm going to use both of those uh, interchangeably for the next couple of years just so that we're all until we transition to ect um You know, but are they new into the teaching profession? Are you, um, you you know, is it teachers who are ready to retire that need your product or service? Is it teachers wanting to leave the classroom and set up their own business? Um, Is it teachers who love the job but want a bit of life-work balance? So you might only hit one of these sections of the teaching community, but it is important to know who you are wanting to reach out to. So of course, you can think like them, you know, the more specific you can be, then the more specific you can be when you think about how they will think. So number two, what are they saying? So the best way to think like a teacher is to get a read on the temperature of the teaching community. So what are they saying right now? And what do they care about? Because it's your job to find out. What are they saying that they need help with? Do they need help with the workloads? Are they saying that they need help with a specific subject? Are they saying they need help with the product or service that you sell? And how can you use that information to then help you in your business? Because information like this is super valuable for product creation and also for your marketing. Number three, the school calendar. So how can the school calendar inform you about what's happening in a teacher's life right now? So have they just gone back after a long summer off? because then we can deduce okay well an ECT at that time could be nervous about starting teaching for the first time. A more experienced teacher could be looking for ways to create an improved life-work balance on the previous year. Is it exam time for year six teachers or are teachers trying to prepare their children for a particular exam? Is it almost the summer holidays? Has the new budget just landed? So asking yourself these questions will help you plan your marketing strategy to be in line with what teachers need and stop you wasting your efforts. Because I'm sure none of you would start advertising a maths resource on Christmas Day. And, you know, obviously I've picked out a really obvious one to prove a point. But, you know, there are not so obvious ones as well that we can just be oblivious of if we're not looking for those things and we're not asking ourselves the right questions in advance and then acting on the answers. So the fourth thing to consider then is that you need to ask yourself questions about your ideal type of teacher whenever you do something. So here are some good examples. What would this teacher type be searching for on Google right now? How does this teacher type feel about their job at the moment? What are the main tasks that this teacher type will be doing for the next four weeks? What will be a big struggle for this teacher type over the next four weeks that I can help with? Number five, use data. So look out for education surveys that publish their data to see what teachers have said that they're thinking and feeling. So sometimes you can find out things like certain points of the year where teachers' well-being typically typically takes a dip. And knowing this information can then help you plan your marketing and also your new products as well. It's the same thing, isn't it? Number six, create your personas. So at Classroom Secrets, we've created these teachers so that we can pretend that they are real people, so that we can really think about their needs, not only when we are creating new products, but also when we're communicating to each teacher type as well. And number seven, check yourself. This is really important. So I know that when our business is having a sales spike, it's directly related to finding out what the customer wants and delivering that. So when sales have dipped in the business, then usually we've stopped doing this as effectively as we once did. So keep checking yourself. Come up with a list of questions that works in your business and that you will ask yourself in order to think like a teacher. Because if sales aren't going well, you need to work out how to get thinking like a teacher again and get into that mode again. So it may seem like such a small thing, but you know, and you may have really thought that you know how to do it but thinking like a teacher is one of the most important marketing and product development elements in your business. So I really hope this episode has been helpful. I know it's been relatively short, um, but I know that you love that as well. And it's just uh, some, some really good things to consider over the next week. And if you found value in this episode, then I'd love it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. And I'm going to speak to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.